Peace, family. My name is Vicki Dillon for African Diaspora News Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to give us a big thumbs up, thumbs up, and share the broadcast. Thank you so very much, family. That helps us so much spread our message. And how many of you all know that's so important because we are your counter voice to the voice of the oppressive class. Family, I was really thinking about the plight, which I always am, of our people here in the United States, what we uh, some of us call foundational Black Americans, Native Americans here, those of us that were taken from the continent and enslaved here in the United States, and those of our uh, Native people that were here and the original owners of this land who uh, uh, experienced uh, oppression and the theft of their land and uh, terrorism uh, by our open enemy. And I began to think about those that are in power, particularly different women like your Hillary Clinton that had everything to do um, with pushing an anti-Black law some years back when she labeled Black boys in particular super predators. That was not just some arbitrary term that she used. I broke this down on so many different other broadcasts that I've done on multiple platforms where um, I revealed that she learned that phrase from a professor who attended the White House for an hours long meeting. And they intentionally use that word in order to create an environment to make young black boys in America appear to be animals. So that when her husband pushed certain anti-black legislation like the crime bill, because they would gin up so much fear that they were the ultimate threat, the public would go along with it without question and it worked. Only to find out later that the scientist himself admitted that it was what they called junk science. The information was not true and it was, uh, that was also confirmed by some other professionals as well. Family, Hillary Clinton has this energy about her that doesn't mind unaliving large numbers of people. Of course, how many of you all remember when she bragged and laughed about uh, the U.S. participating in the assassination of uh, Muammar Gaddafi, y'all remember that, right? Uh, in an interview. Think about that energy. Think about current high-level U.S. diplomat Victoria Newland. She has been working in the U.S. government for many, many years under different titles. She just recently received another promotion. But I'm reminded of something that one of the um, Kremlin spokesmen, Dmitry Peskov, said about her. But before I read that, I want you to hear this very brief clip from a black professor where she reminds us about a particular law that was passed. It was called the Casual K Act. I won't say the word, but basically Unliving Act in Virginia. And listen to what she says here. 1700s, there was an act called the Casual Killing Act in Virginia. And what this was, was a law that said that if you killed someone black as a result of correcting them, but it would not be considered a felony, but anyone accused, so giving that, a, that punishment would be basically free of any punishment or any, um, wrong, or any wrongdoing, called the Casual Killing Act. Stay with me. That means you are killing, beating people to death, essentially. What we're talking about here is folks that were beating people to death to such a degree that you had to create a law 
to protect you from it. Now then, of course, if one looks closely, we go, who then was, were they trying to protect that, were, that was beating someone to death so frequently that you needed a law to protect them? And that would be white women who were beating black children to death. Because, well, whose children were they really? My people have experienced this type of planning and plotting and legal maneuvering to cover them, to justify them taking the lives of our people. Isn't It's not surprising that we would see Hillary Clinton talk like she talks, right? It's not surprising that we would see Victoria Newland have the very casual, condescending attitude about literally destroying multiple lives throughout Ukraine and being part of coups from many years ago, long before uh, the current, the present brouhaha with Russia and Ukraine. In this piece, uh, Mr. Dmitry Peskov from the Kremlin, a spokesperson for the Kremlin said that Russia called the U.S. the primary source of international tensions after Washington expressed support for Ukrainian strikes in Crimea and accused Russia of war crimes. He specifically said, watch this, the swipe comes, it says, after Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, this was an article from a few months ago when she had that title. The swipe comes after Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Newland said last week, the U.S. supports Ukrainian strikes against military targets on Crimea, which Russia annexed from Ukraine, it says in 2014. I don't want you all to forget that the U.S. was directly involved in a literal coup in Ukraine in 2014. So the events that we've seen uh, play out over the past couple of years stems from 2014. And to be honest with you, some of my research shows even before then. But for sure in 2014 or thereabout, the United States by and through Victoria Newland primarily assisted in a coup. Instead of respecting the democratically elected president of the Ukraine at that time, the U.S. is the one that was behind pushing a pro-American agenda to get their guy in. Some of you may or may not remember this, but Victoria Newland made the headlines some years ago when she was caught in a leaked audio saying, blank the EU. How many of y'all remember that? So when we see folks like her, Victoria Newland, the Hillary Clintons, and if we wanna get into, for example, uh, some of our international allies, their international allies, for example, um, Ms. von der Leyen. How many of y'all know who I'm talking about? Ms. von der Leyen, Ursula von der Leyen of the EU. In some circles, some folks call her the European Hillary Clinton. Well, her attitude to some of the goings on and injustices and the unaliving of peoples around the world has been noted. And I'm just letting you all know, this seems to be a pattern and nobody knows this pattern better than us here in the United States of America, which is why we endeavor to hold them accountable because we've had to live with this for hundreds of years. And it's sad and it's unfortunate that the record that America, including the female oppressor has shown to be equally as harsh. In fact, in some instances, some might argue even worse. There, um, is in fact a book that I would often uh, refer to some uh, time back that a black professor wrote, Stephanie E. Jones Rogers, entitled They Were Her Property. It's a very good, very, very 
powerful piece. It talks about how white women as slave owners in the American South. In her book, this beautiful author who's a professor uh, at Berkeley, she discusses that in her research in one part of the United States, when they, she was looking at the census, it showed upwards of 40% of white women that owned slaves. She discovered some very disturbing information when she had testimony. She uh, uncovered certain testimonies from the formerly enslaved that talked about just how wicked their white slaveholders were. There was evidence that showed that it was she that was responsible for setting up black men and women to be assaulted and impregnated, violated. You know what I'm talking about. Very disturbing. It talked about how white women even went to court and sued to make sure that they could hold on to their slaves. And as ironic as this statement is, she actually says in the book that them being slaveholders were actually their freedom. I want us to remember that. I want us to remember that when we are trying to sit here and talk about brokering peace, just because their name is Hillary Clinton and they smile, talk black to me, somebody. Just because you're uh, Ursula von der Leyen and you got this little position over there and you skip about the planet, mess making, and you smile a little bit and your hair is perfectly coiffed with your two-piece pants suit on, that does not mean that they don't have some kind of a crazy agenda. Just because you have a little soft baby voice, but still look somewhat strange when you go to pushing your policies, Victoria Newland. Remember, we must not look at just merely the outward appearance. In fact, that's a primary weapon of our open enemy. My name is Vicki Dillard, and I want you to know that I'm going to be teaching you spiritual defenses. I want to teach you about your supernatural powers and the unseen government and the unseen spiritual army that has our back. And my upcoming Royal Ancestor Codes uh, webinar is going to change your life. This has a power to ship shape your entire lineage, to bless your entire lineage. I'm going to be with my brother, uh, a well-respected mystic, Rod Hayes. We're going to break it down to you. We're going to specifically talk about how the Vatican came to power, but they came to power after they stole the sacred sacerdotal secrets of black ancient prophetesses and how that divine seat was always ours. And I'm going to be talking to you about how we can take it back. Yes, you. Be sure to register on my website for November 5th at vickiplanet.com. My website is vickiplanet.com. That's V-I-C-K-I planet.com. I can't wait to see you on Sunday, November 5th.